again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from a varying skill range. I will be your pilot for this mission. Andrew, with me, our gunner, who can't get his shots, Keith. Hey. And Liz the intern on the plane. I don't know. <laughs> I, I could think of a clever title for you. Hey, guys. So we're just going to ignore that. <laughs> and this week uh, was my pick. Well, sort of. It was... Xbox Game Pass picks because I did the uh, roll the dice and this game came up and I actually played it before and I really liked it. But my pick was Bomber Crew by Runner Duck Studios, which Runner Duck is a very small studio. Fun fact: Do you guys know how many people are in the studio? Twenty-two. Five. Well, this is the closest. It's only two people, which Jeez. I think is pretty impressive. But I think it kind of explains a little bit on some of the things of this game. But yeah, this is their only game so far, and I think it's actually pretty. I think it's pretty fun. But a quick synopsis of this game is it is a vessel management game where you are essentially just commanding a crew of a bomber ship in World War II. And you are essentially trying to coordinate the roles of your seven person crew. You got to have someone on, as a pilot, a couple people as the gunner. You got to have someone as a bomber, someone as a radio, someone as the map. And you're essentially just trying to keep your plane afloat while trying to keep everyone alive by fighting off enemies and essentially bombing your targets and then trying to return back to base. And I guess one of the key elements of this game is the permadeath, because as you're trying to level up these characters, there's a chance they could die and you have to start all over. But going around real quick, Liz, was this a game or a pass for you? Although I like a lot of aspects of the game, I think I'm gonna give it a personal pass. I just... Not a regular pass, it's a personal pass. Well, because, I mean, I think it's a pretty good game, but for me personally, I just... I couldn't, I think you explained it perfectly when you saw me playing. My brain doesn't work that way. I could prioritize and figure out what I needed to do, but my mind couldn't figure out the controls as I was trying to do things. It just, so I would do something that wasn't as important just because I remembered how to do it. So for me, it just, it was too clunky. I think that's fair. Well, I'll chime in here and I'll say I'm going to give this game a hall pass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, that was dumb. <laughs> yeah, it was actually, but but it 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 wasn't a game for me by any means. But it's actually got a, some pretty cool aspects of it. It's you know obviously there's others maybe that are similar in in the genre, but I don't know. It was a game I hadn't or a style I don't think I've really played that much of. And um, yeah, it's a it's a pretty good game though. Just I didn't care much for it. Yeah, I feel like if Andrew has to keep nagging me to play a game, it's probably a pass. And I feel like all week Andrew's like, so did you play more Bomber Crew? And I was like, no. And he's like, oh, you got to get on that? Yeah. <laughs> so for me, this is a this is definitely a game. I, I think for me, this is a perfect Game Pass game as well. Because as you can kind of tell by some of our remarks here, this is kind of a hit or miss for people. And the fact that it's on Game Pass, it's like super easy to understand, like, there's, I feel like there's not too many games like this, but I do like this style of game. Because there was another game I played a lot of on the PC called FTL, where you're essentially managing a spaceship and kind of doing very similar to what you're doing in this game. And I, I really like these kind of games. I mean, heck, you could even argue Sea of Thieves is a little bit of a kind of vessel management game because you got the different parts of the ship you have to take care of. But I always like these kind of games because I always love kind of prioritizing things and just managing things. That's generally why I like real-time strategy games because... I love just building things and just kind of coordinating things and trying to... I like seeing everything work out and just kind of run smoothly. 
And then, of course, it's nerve-wracking when, when things aren't going according to plan. you got to quickly dash and kind of do everything. So I think this game's a lot of fun. It's not very long, and you can quickly learn if you like this game or not, if this game's for you. So for me, it's definitely a game. I kind of don't understand, though, with this game. So it's based in World War II. Yeah. But I feel like there's no real history in the game. It's kind of just like... Not really a story, but it's just like World War II, bomber crew, and make it exciting. But you're like, is there a story? No. And, well, I mean, the story is World War II. So, yes. They make it, I mean, they make it kind of geographically accurate, I guess. Um, like, you bomb, like, Dunkirk or whatever. You take off out of London. And so I think they, they mark locations that were consistent. But that's about kind it. Of. I just wasn't sure if I didn't get far enough in the game because clearly I struggled. I didn't get very far. So I'm like, oh, is there stuff later on that, you know, you, you get invested in or? Yeah, I mean, I feel like this was kind of the first miss with this game is that they didn't try to have any fun with a story or anything like that. It literally is just the set piece is World War II and you're doing World War II missions. That's it. I think it would have been kind of more fun if there was like an evil general or something and they and they he's building a secret weapon and you got to beat it and stuff like that. Like. I feel like they could have had a fun time trying to create a story with something. But like I said at the beginning, this is only a two-man crew. So they probably, one of them was like, yeah, let's not worry about the story. I think it's fine, but I think they could have done a, had a little fun with it. And as you're saying, Keith, like, geographically, like, kind of you're, you're bombing towns in Europe. But this land is super flat. Like, besides oh, yeah. your crew, everyone's all saying, hey, this city's coming up. You, There's no way you could tell where you are in this map. No, that's that's definitely accurate. Um, but yeah, it, I don't, it, I guess for me, I think I overlook a lot of stories in video games, which is weird because I think storytelling is often one of the biggest things about video games, but yeah, I think I'm okay with overlooking them so often that it's not a thing that generally bothers me, especially with a game that, like you said, at the very least can carry World War II as a background. Yeah. And I mean, but you can definitely tell like this game, it isn't about the story or anything like that. It is just essentially the gameplay. Which, as I said, the gameplay is just kind of managing your crew. Now, I remember, so when I first played this game, it was, I think it was for Games for Gold it came out with, which I was excited for because I was like, oh, this game looked interesting. And I remember back in the time when I first played it, that like the game just drastically kind of got hard, especially if you died and lost your crew and you have to completely start with a whole new rookie crew and your airplane too, you have to completely start from building from scratch and trying to upgrade it. So it basically just sets you back so far. But playing it again, I don't know if it's just because I'm naturally better at the game because I've already beaten it, but I was like, I started breezing through the campaign within like a few hours and I was like, oh, this is actually really easy. I don't know why this was so hard. Now, I know both of you are new to this game. Did you find there to be a difficulty curve? Yeah, because I mean, you're just describing how you can lose your, your crew and your ship and you have to start all over, but you're still at the same difficulty. And there were some rounds where when you start a mission, you, you pick a color and it gives more detail. So uh, a green target spot is easy. Red is hard. There's blue. And there's one time that it would only give me the red options, which are hard. And I feel like the game went from 0 to 100. And I lost everyone. I cannot tell you how many times I was playing this game. And I just turned off the Xbox mid-mission. Because I was like, I'm going to lose everybody again. I'm done. I'm done. And you just then, didn't want to save it? No, because I was like, I'm going to lose my whole crew. If you X out of it mid-mission, it like doesn't save anything. But it was more out of frustration, not me trying to save my crew. It was more just like, I'm done. I can't do this again. You're essentially the sibling when you're playing video games with them and you're losing. So you go, screw this. And you turn off the console. You're like, you didn't win because the I console turned off. I didn't do that. I did not do that. 
Because I was the one mashing B and having someone stuck in a corner, but I mean. <laughs> yeah. I, so I would say I had a somewhat similar experience to Liz, but not fully. So for me, I, I failed a lot of missions for a while, but I didn't lose anyone and I didn't crash. Like I was... I was holding my own enough that I was basically just flying around a lot and not doing anything. And then I had my first crash somewhere after I beat like the first mission, I think, and it went downhill. So I, I think I do agree with you, especially if you have a disaster crash and lose more than half of your crew. It sucks. I did find like if you had upgraded parts of your plane, it would bring them back like maybe a low a level lower than what they were it wouldn't com- start you completely from scratch that's true but it starts you weaker than you were and other than the fact of you know making sure you manage your players the right way and you know getting things where they need to be or whatever it might be you don't really have a lot of control over what happens so if you lose your level six gunner and you know your gun that has the ammo clip or whatever that's just it's a game changer (laughs) and it makes it so hard to just jump back in so what i did is i got to that point i got frustrated and i just restarted the game entirely and then i was playing at a point where i felt really comfortable with the game and this is also kind of one of my complaints with the game is once you know the mechanics of the game pretty well and you get comfortable with controls it's just kind of boring you're just kind of doing the same thing over and over again you bomb something or you take a picture of it and then you bomb something else and then maybe shoot down something. No, I agree. Like that, that is like the thing that is kind of unfortunate. This game is that it is very tedious, but it's also not a very long game. So yeah, it is a little tedious. I don't think it overstays its welcome because as you're saying, Keith, yeah, you're, you're essentially kind of doing the same stuff over and over, but at least with the campaign, you're upgrading your ship and you're getting better. And then you're fighting a couple different enemies, but the game itself overall does not change drastically. You get some new hazards, you get some new bombs that you have to like bomb in high altitude, but yeah, it's not like you're doing anything crazy different. I I think overall you can maybe beat this game eight to 10 hours, probably less than that, because you essentially have to do just eight, it's seven or eight like story missions. It's not too many. And then of course you're doing a couple side missions to kind of get your ship up to par and level it up and get it stronger. And don't forget a couple of them where it does like the... uh... You know, your enemy's damage is weak for the next two and things like that. So those are nice because you can get a little side mesh or side missions that give you boosts for future missions. Yeah, but the weird thing about the side, like kind of doing a side mission is I felt like it was still overall increasing the difficulty of the game as the game went on. Like I was suspected that, oh, if I do this story mission, it'll essentially put me to like the next chapter where I'll have harder enemies. But that's not really the case. If you just keep doing side missions... The game itself just naturally gets harder and then randomly like it just really gets hard and if you die you're really screwed yeah i think i found some things that made it easier so if i knew that i was gonna be bombing something because i am very forgetful so i'd immediately put my bomber in the bombing position and somebody else in the gunner position because he never starts there and then also it took me an embarrassingly long time to figure out to read the the sidebar because whenever I looked at it, it would say stuff like nice shooting Robertson and stuff like that. But then I realized they would warn you if you were low on ammo and stuff. And so I figured that I figured out that that actually helped me a lot by reading the sidebar. Yeah, this game, you cannot like 
if if you do not pay attention for a second, you're probably gonna be you're gonna be shooting yourself in the foot. Like you really have to constantly be paying attention to everything on the screen. Because when you see the green and like when the enemies appear, they're these green dots. But if you look away for a second, the green dots disappear, and then you're like, where did they go? And so, I mean, then you have three enemies coming at you that you don't know where they are, and if more come, you're just screwed. Yeah, and your crew naturally just will not return fire on ships. You have to specifically target and lock onto the enemy ships in order for your crew to start shooting them. So as I said, if enemy are approaching and you don't lock onto them and warn your crew, the enemy will just start blasting your plane, and your guys will just stare, like, stare at them like they're... And didn't you say that sometimes they go under your plane and shoot yeah. you? Because I didn't realize they did that. And I went, I the damage that I got in like a 10 second span, I'm like, what is going on? And then you told me about it. And I was like, oh, I didn't think to look down there. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple enemies that have these different attack patterns. And if you do not pay attention, they will quickly take you down. Yeah, I got about as far as those guys. And luckily, I was actually playing at least in a party with you and I when I got him the first time so you actually informed me pretty quickly they weren't bad as long as you paid attention to them but yeah I agree they were they were no fun and so also too when you're playing this game you kind of get these mini bosses called they're flying aces and they're essentially just really difficult ships they have a health bar and of course they generally have like special abilities where they just will quickly decimate your crew but if you obviously take them down you get rewarded with a ton of money from them did you guys like the aces at all? I know for the most part, I remember when I first played this game, the very first ace I went against, he like instantly destroyed me. And then of course I had to start with a whole new crew and then it was just kind of downhill from there. I tried once, I failed, I avoided. <laughs> <laughs> Good story. Thanks. Short and sweet. I never beat one. Really? I didn't, I didn't think they Neither were that. You guys did? I never thought they were a big problem. Like I never got taken down by, well, not never. I only got taken down by one maybe once or twice maybe or at least like had any real trouble from for the most part they just got away from me and or i wouldn't do enough damage like there was one time i almost got him down and then he just flew away but i think also because i wasn't good at using like the navigator to like maybe fly around more so i was just flying home so i got home and he left me i think is what happened like back to london or whatever now, besides the main campaign, there is also a challenge mode. Did you guys ever try that? No. I mean, to be honest, I didn't even want to play the campaign modes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. You told me what it was, and I went, and I kind of had the same reaction as Liz. As I went, mm, neat. I'll pass. <laughs> if yeah. it's just the same game over again, just, and will you explain it? It essentially is just a survival mode where you're just surviving waves. So the map is progressively changing as the game goes on, but you actually get power-ups as you're flying around where you'll pick up an experience point orb and actually give your crew a level up, or you have to pick up fuel, or you have to repair your ship or heal your crew. So it's just wave base, and you're essentially just trying to get a high score. So as the waves go on, it'll be like, oh, bomb this target. Next wave, survive this wave. Next wave, kill this ace. It's just very kind of basic, but it just, that game mode kind of goes on forever. <laughs> It wouldn't for me. I would lose very quickly. I remember the first time I did it, I got like 15 minutes in and I'm just like, I'm doing really well, but I'm really bored. <laughs> so I just quit. And then I just tried it again recently because I'm like, all right, I'm, I want to check this game out again. And I got like 30, 45 minutes in and I was starting to struggle a little bit. But once again, I was like, all right, this is really boring. I'm ready to get How long this does end. it go? Just like Just keeps going to you. Yeah. 
and you essentially have and there's a leaderboard so you're essentially just trying to beat your high score and your friend's high score so it's fine but it's not like a game mode that's like oh man you should try the challenge mode you can kind of customize your ship a little bit customize your crew because you're getting a set amount of money to kind of adjust your ship but there is no real replay with it after you kind of do it once you're like man that was really long (laughs) and you're just essentially just shooting more targets and bombing more things so the gameplay depth of this game isn't too great but if you like what the game has i think it is pretty fun See, I think it's funny. You mentioned that you downloaded this on Games with Gold, and I'm actually pretty sure I did as well because I saw you playing it, and I said, oh, that kind of sounds fun. And then the first time I asked you how it was, you just went, you probably wouldn't like this game. I said, okay, <laughs> I'm not going to play it, and I never did. Um, well, I did now. It looks like I was right. Yeah, yeah. mostly. <laughs> so I think the thing that really shows, the thing that really shows in this game that it is such a small studio is the graphics. I'm kind of curious. What did you guys think of the graphics? They were graphics. <laughs> That's what they were. Yeah. I actually liked the look and feel of the game. I liked the way the land looked. I liked the characters. Like I, I mean, it's not exceptional by any means, but it felt very unique. I feel like I haven't seen a lot of games that kind of had that vibe. So for me, I didn't think they were done in a fantastic way, but I liked them. No, I think I think you're right. I think they're unique in that they're just not very good. And I <laughs> and like I'm not I'm not trying to be mean because again, it is two people who made this game, and so I respect that you know you're not going to come out with you know Gears Five graphics. So it wasn't. It's not even that I'm. They bother me. They just weren't very good. They, like the the layout of the land, like you kind of mentioned, Andrew. It's nothing. It kind of just looks like an old Windows ninety five flying sim. Oh, I think uh, it looks worse than that. Honestly. I mean, the, obviously the plane and the people look better than that. And they're just, I don't know. I think they kind of just look like the old avatars for Xbox characters, like your Xbox Live avatar. I don't know. They're just they're graphics. For me, the graphics are kind of a mixed bag because some of the things I really liked. Overall, I liked the character designs. I think they're kind of cute. They kind of remind me of like kids toys. And I like the graphics of the planes. Because as your plane getting shot, like, it actually has these little holes in it that I think are really cool looking. And, and, like, if parts of your ship start to fall off it, I think there's some really cool damage to it. But the thing I thought was kind of weird is I felt like this game's really kind of... The way this game looks is really kind of kiddish. But I also feel like it's kind of dark because, like, your crew is dying. Sometimes they're caught on fire. And, like, if someone in your crew is, like, knocked out, like, your teammates have to, like, do CPR on them to kind of revive them. And it's like war and there's permanent death. And even the beginning of the game, it shows a memorial of your like dead crews. And so it's kind of dark, but it's also like kiddish. I don't think it's meant to be dark at all. I think I think it's just what it's just dark times. I, I guess. In. I like that when you don't hire someone, they have an angry face. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. So that when you awesome. recruit people, like for if you're bomber dies you get an option of three people you look at their stats and you hire one of them and the other two look really grumpy and like storm out of the office i think it's really cute <laughs> but i will say like you were saying keith i absolutely hate the scenery graphics i hate the, like just the geography when i first played this game it actually took me a while to actually figure out you were flying from england into like europe because like th- there's just nothing distinguishing about this land and it, i didn't realize until it actually like was like england and europe until i opened the map 
from the navigator and it actually showed like a bigger world of it. And I was like, oh, this is actually supposed to be Europe. You can open a map. <laughs> yeah. But like the land is just so flat. There's like random sporadic trees. And like, as Liz is saying, some of your people will like call out like, oh, we're coming up to this city. The city literally consists of just white square blocks. There's no distinguishing like landmarks. There's no like Big Ben or anything like that. It's just these little square blocks, and then it's flat land, flat land, no mountains, and it's just like, all right, this is really ugly. <laughs> Same I, with when like you're bombing a base. It's just empty, 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 one structure of a base, then empty again. <laughs> it's kind of weird. I feel like this game would have been great if it was funny. I feel like that would I feel like they're trying to go with humor, but... Where? <laughs> like the homing pigeon has like a little helmet. The way your characters kind of talk and the way they look. I mean, you're putting on like Christmas sweaters on them. You're painting your ship oh, with like yeah, weird icons. Oh, I guess there icons. were little things like that. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like cheeky. But yeah, I think it would have been better if it went more into humor. But yeah, so the graphics really weren't anything impressive. And the music I thought was fine. I don't know if you guys ever noticed it. The only thing I kind of enjoyed about it is whenever you went to the base, it actually played old time music from like the 40s, which I actually thought was kind of cool. It actually had like a 40s radio. But yeah, besides that, there were, the music was pretty generic. It always was the kind of same repeating songs, but I never got annoyed by it. I think I liked it. <laughs> I forget. So it wasn't bad because I, I don't like think back and hate it. Which is I always don't... a good sign. Yeah, exactly. But I guess it's forgettable for me. Yeah, there wasn't any like annoying songs or anything. But yeah, I like that just even the voice acting is just people going rah, 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 which I thought was kind of funny. I love when games do that because it makes you think of Graveyard Keeper. <laughs> but with graveyard keeper there were some people that had annoying voices but at least in this one everyone kind of had the same voice but there's not too many people talking it's mostly just the uh, commander giving your mission but yeah so luckily the music i don't think was anything too annoying yeah i mean this is definitely kind of a game you can mute and just play your own music but if you have it on it's fine there was actually a good like hour and a half i just took my headset off and i just watched it it's like i'm good I know what's going on. The game, the game does a good job, I guess I could say. Then I'll, I'll do a compliment here for the game. Um, it does a good job of giving you enough visual clues to know what, what's going on. That yeah, you can take your headset off and play without the music. Yeah. Or the yeah, basically. You just gotta pay attention. Now, Liz, I remember too. You were kind of complaining a little bit of the controls. I mean, I don't know if you struggled at all, Keith, but for me, I didn't think it was too difficult. It sometimes it got a little confusing, but if you knew. Ugh, Luckily, a lot of the stations were, like, a quick button to hit, and your crew members would quickly go there and, like, return back to their station. Like, there were some ways to do some quick functions, but I know you kind of struggled a little bit with some of it. I think for me, especially looking at the character list on the left, at the beginning, the little icons are are really tiny about, like, who they are. And so for me, I would just be like, wait, where's the engineer? And then I'd be like, wait, how do I select a character? And then like, then you have to hold right trigger and then you have to move them to where you want. And so for me, I knew exactly what I had to do when I had to do it, but I would just like panic and be like, crap, someone's shooting me. Think, think, think. And like, so for me, it was just me fumbling about. Cause for me, I thought it was easy to prioritize and figure out who needs to do what and go where and all that. But it was just remembering the controls because, I don't know, it just made me stressed out. It's not a game that relaxed me. It's more like I just wanted it to end because I was anxious. <laughs> this game had zero snack ratio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, between missions, that's really about your only snack time. I I wouldn't say I struggled with it. The first 
part of it where it took me a little bit of getting used to, I think. And it took me longer than more, maybe more or most games would. But it, I thought they were all right. And yeah, I still would, you know, mess things up here and there. But once I got overly, like, more comfortable with it, I didn't think they were that bad. What I will say is that, and maybe this is available on PC. It is. But I think it's on Game, game Pass be, PC as well. Yeah, I think this game would be way better played with a mouse and keyboard, if I were to bet. I think the same thing, and I feel like, for me, the controls seem to be kind of opposite of what I would expect. So, to look in the ship, and then to pan out was X. And for me, I just kept hitting B for that, even though that's how you get to your characters. I I just thought that the way that they were selected for the task, it just didn't make sense to me. And I feel like every single game that we play has different controls, like B won't be back for one game, it will be for another. So every game that we play, when I go back to play a game, I never know the controls, and it takes me forever to figure it out again. I'm just bad. No, I think this is the struggle of playing, like, uh, small studio games, is they take a lot more liberties with buttons. Yeah. Um, And there's no controller option, like, controller layout option. Yeah, this one's just purely, hey, here's what you got. I will agree with you, Liz, I... That, I couldn't put my finger on it, but that's one thing I had a problem with was I kept hitting B. Um, so, yeah, I guess literally you could say I couldn't put my finger on it. <laughs> but I'm, um, otherwise, I Don't stick say... with jokes, Keith. It's clearly <laughs> not your forte. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, but something that I figured out, actually, just as a hot tip for you, Liz, that now that you're not going to play this game ever again, <laughs> is... When you were selecting characters, instead of going up and down, you could actually do left and right, and it would kind of uh, move through the ship that way, too. Oh. Yeah, I, I played I figured today that out by accident. for a whole of, like, two minutes, and I turned it nice. off, and Andrew's like, did you already quit? And I was like, don't judge me. <laughs> I'm playing next week's game. Uh, I'll, you you tried, though. I did. You had a valiant effort. Hey, you tried. But I... Uh, for the most part, another thing I kind of liked about this game, since it isn't too long, I feel like overall the achievements of this game are actually pretty good. So if you do kind of like this style of the game, I feel like this game is a nice kind of achievement hunting game. I beat it, like I said, in maybe 10 hours, and I have all but three achievements. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, I have... So this kind of bums me out, and I get why, because of the way some of the achievements are built in this. I have, like, 335 but I have half of the achievements. So <laughs> I like have no points out of it, but I have tons of achievements. But I, I do like that. Yeah. Yeah. The achievements are mostly doable from what I could tell. And they, I think they're very minimal, if any at all, on the secret achievements. Like, I get it, but the internet exists. Just give up on this whole secret achievement crap. Well, the only reason I like secret achievements is if they're story-based and you're good to unlock them anyway by playing the game. And they specifically sure. are secret, so they don't spoil anything about the story. But obviously, there's not okay, much of a story in this fair. game, so yeah, there's no point having secret achievements. I don't really remember them popping up, because I don't think I got very far at all. So I don't think I did very well. I actually, by accident, unlocked a bunch of achievements for you. Because I didn't realize I still had your account up in the oh, background. And so while I was that. playing, it was giving you achievements. And I remember Keith's uh, like, oh man, how did Liz get this achievement? I was like, oh, I did that for her by accident. I don't remember asking you that question, but that does make sense because I just pulled up her score. She has 20 points less than I do. with Oh, yeah, that's not right. That's <laughs> <laughs> definitely wrong. Well, there you go. Jeez, Andrew. You jerk. Oh, Making me look bad I know, out here. Ruining our numbers. 
I haven't... Well, I beat you for October, so booyah. I was really hoping you wouldn't notice that. <laughs> oh, oh no, I've it's I've already taken to the interwebs. <laughs> I've 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 posted about it on our Facebook. I've posted about it on our Xbox Club. Oh, I people know I have beaten you. Well, you know I gotta you know make you feel special sometimes. I guess. Are you saying you let him a... win? Yes. I put up over 3,000 gamer score. So did I. <laughs> and I was win. like, ah, I could easily just pop in this game and knock Keith out. Which actually was, but it was unfortunate. I literally had to work the last three days of the month. And it's like, ah, Call of hey. Duty's out. I just want to play a little Call of Duty. And I never got to mm-hmm. do it. Sucks to suck. <laughs> I had a quick question. All right, your reward, Keith, you get to host next week. Oh, wow. Ooh. Let's do it. <laughs> We're shaking it up. <laughs> I had a good question about this game. Uh, I hate to go backwards, but I remember you telling me that I should focus on upgrading my ship instead of the people. And do you feel like it's like that for the whole game? Because I was going to say, like, you have to give them um, the oxygen and the vest, armor, things like that. Do you still think that the plane is more important? Because, like, when you lose all your crew and everything, I immediately wanted to give them all the gear that they had before. I personally think upgrading the ship is the better option. Because if you can get good guns in your ship and they can take out the enemies before the enemies even shoot at you, there's like no point in having armor for your crew if the enemies are dead. And then also if your hull is strong enough, bullets aren't going to be going in and hitting your crew members. Because when you're starting to design some of your crew members, it's kind of hard to balance armor, speed, and like warmth. So for the most part, it's like, if I just focused on the ship, I felt like I was doing a much better time. Because the enemies, some enemies would specifically kind of target your crew members. But like I said, if the hull's strong enough, they're not going to hit you. So I generally found it easier just doing the ship. Good to know. Tip for you guys out there. (laughs) Focus on the ship. (laughs) But getting into our final thoughts, overall, I think this is a good game. I think it's a great Game Pass game because it's something you can quickly learn to see if you like it or not. I think the graphics are kind of crappy with this game but it's understandable with only a two-person studio but i love the gameplay of this game i think it was fun and it doesn't overstate its welcome so for me i, I give it a 7.5 i think it's a fun game it's worth your time it just it 7. gets 0.5 out of 100 yeah oh, i was sorry. gonna say what are you doing how long 75 doing sorry yeah sorry guys this uh, is his first episode whatever jump down my throat why don't you but no yeah i, I think this it's a fun game and it's definitely not something you're going to pick up again, but that's why I think it's a great Game Pass game. I agree with you, at least as far as it being a great Game Pass game and or games with gold. I, assuming most of our listeners have that have Game Pass out there have Game Pass or Xbox Gold. There's a lot of great options there, too. So keep an eye on that if you don't. Just a hot tip for you. Um, but yeah, it's, it's great for free. Uh, I would say one of the nice things about this game. We didn't talk about bugs once because I didn't have any issues. I actually had one so, bug that I thought was kind of comical. One of the equipments oh. for your uh, for your airplane is a homing pigeon, and because it's supposed to help locate your crew if your crew crashes and survive, which is kind of a dumb option because whenever your ship crashes, your crew ninety percent of the time all dies. But anyway, when I bought it, the homing pigeon was upside down. Its head was in the box, but its butt was outside, and it was and its butt was moving around like its head. It was the weirdest looking thing, and it didn't fix itself. Even when I turned the game off, it came back on. It was still like that. It was just it was just graphical, but it was funny. That sounds like one of those things that a glitch became a feature. Yeah. if you ask me. 
but yeah, the the game was at least well built. If it wasn't flashy or great, I, it just wasn't for me. But I think it was a good game overall. I still, I think I'd go with a sixty nine because this game was nice. <laughs> God, I hate that I laughed at that. I, I hate that you I'm did too. Killing it tonight. I'm killing it tonight. Yeah, this game, I enjoyed watching Andrew play. I just couldn't really get into it. He had to kind of nag me to play, you know? (laughs) And nagging is my job. (laughs) (laughs) So I think I would give it a Both of you guys bring in the jokes tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, wait, what is this? What did you give your score? 70. But comparing our scores with Metacritic, uh, we're kind of in that ballpark. So... I looked at the different platforms because I was kind of su- there's there weren't that many reviews and I was kind of surprised at the numbers. So with Xbox on Metacritic, it was uh, critics gave a seventy four, users five point five, PC seventy five seven point three, Switch seventy five seven point six, and PS four uh, they didn't have any stats. But looking at some of the critics' response, usually I do the users, but. I kind of agreed with the critics. One said, clunky controls and harsh difficulty spikes. Another person, balanced like a level-based arcade game. (laughs) And then a third person, two different quotes, incredibly stressful, fiddly, and just not much fun. He also said, or she also said, I don't know. I found the main hurdle to enjoyment here to be the controls. So I kind of agreed with some of what they had to say. The, um, The users didn't really have that many reviews so yeah i think they kind of agreed with us so overall this game is uh we're kind of divisive with this game wait did i use the right word there <laughs> divisive i don't no. i don't think so no, no okay right. divided. It's divisive. Yeah, that's right <laughs> not only did you use the or say the word wrong but i don't think this was anything divisive i think we were all about the same on it i think it's funny that you had to think about it. it's like <laughs> say the wrong word <laughs> Liz, Liz did didn't yell too. at me once this episode. Of a plane. So I mean, <laughs> like, I think this was—I think this was a very tame episode. I was just and hilarious. I'm hungry too. Can you believe that I'm? Oh gosh, you gotta go eat that rice. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're gonna get out of here, especially before our baby wakes up, as you probably may have heard her a little bit in the background. But uh, thank you all so much for listening to this episode. Uh, I apologize that we missed last week, but uh, we got a little bit busy and couldn't quite get to it in time. But um, thank you all so much for sticking around, though. Greatly appreciate it. I have been your host, Andrew. You can follow me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. You forget your name. (laughs) (laughs) And I've been Howard the Duck. I'm sorry. Continue. (laughs) I'm done. I I just plug my Xbox. I'm fine for now. If you don't know me by now, I'm still Keith. Thought you were Howard the Duck. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. I'm Liz the Noob, Gamertag coming on Dean, and I'm on Twitter at Liz the Noob, Noob is EW. All right. Heck yeah. Thank you all so much, and uh, we hope to uh, hope you guys join us again next week. Bye, guys. Bye.